Well, um, hey, Mike, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, Claire. <laughs> it is going well. Um, yeah, so um, this mini episode, I'm, I'm really excited to, to start doing these and to, uh, you know, bring everyone in the loop about how we work on the podcast. Like we obviously make this podcast to be listened to. Um, so I'm excited to, to share some of some of our ideas. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about the mini podcast too, both as like an insight to how we do things and also as a tool for us to keep working on our comedy. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very excited to, uh, to share some, some jokes today. Um, yeah. Did we want to maybe talk a little bit more about the mini episodes? We're, you know, just trying to stay sharp during the off season. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, like if this is our, this is our first episode, people don't know what we're thinking. Yes. Um, I know. Uh, yeah. So basically we had discussed the idea of during the off season, just coming up with mini episodes that, like we said, just kind of peers into how the sausage is made and as like an exercise for us to keep working our tools. Yeah. Um, part of the reason that we started this podcast was to have active practice and to put content and comedy out into the world. And so when we're in the off season, we still want to keep those, keep our, our brains sharp. Um, yeah, so this is this is gonna be a fun little little peer behind the curtain and also have you in the writer's room with us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with that being said, um let's just jump into things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you you went to an open mic um last week, or I guess the week before, mm -hmm. um, and you you told me that you worked on some jokes. How did how did that go? It went interesting. Uh-huh. So like we went to the pint of laughs over on Halstead which is like notorious for being a really difficult open mic, uh -huh. I guess. Um, and I did the Florida bit that I had done uh, for Jax's Pop of Passion that mm -hmm. you came to see, uh, except I had done research onto their Facebook page trying to figure out like how long the set was. And the Facebook page said five minutes. And then we got there and the guy's like, yeah, typical Chicago set, four minutes. And I was like, Okay, let me cut some stuff on the fly. <laughs> that um, that feeling reminds me of when I did musical theater, and you would have like a uh, like a thirty two bar cut of a song, and then they would be like, "Okay, yeah, no, actually, just 16. So you would be like rushing, trying to find that the like sweet spot. It's like the same yeah. thing in comedy, where you're like, you have your yeah, you have your five minutes, and you have to cut down to four. Oh, stressful. Yeah, but um, yeah, did you? What did you have prepared? So I had, um, so I had this thought. I was, I was talking to my friend um, recently, and I, I told them how I had this job that I had gotten that was work from home in 2020, and they were like, "Oh, where is your office?" And I was like, "I literally have no idea. Like, it's somewhere in the loop, but like, I haven't been to the loop in ages. Uh, like, if I got on to the train at Washington and Wells, like, would the loop even still be there?" Um, so I had some jokes about downtown and sort of like the transition, uh, sort of somewhat topical, I would say. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hear your opener then. Yeah. Or? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll do, I'll do the little setup for it. So, sure. um, so yeah, you know, in, in 2020, I, I got a new job and it was work from home and, and it, it's still work from home. And I was talking to a friend recently and, and they were like, so where, where exactly is your office? And I was like, oh, I, I, I'm not sure. Like it's, it's somewhere downtown. It's like somewhere in the loop. Um, but I haven't been there. And like, 
you know, just thinking like, is, is the loop even still there? Like, has anyone checked on her? Like, how is she doing? Like the loop was the most popular girl in school that everyone would get dressed and get ready an hour earlier just so they could impress the loop. And now the loop is like that kid who didn't come back from high school in the fall. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, yep. Um, I like, I like where that joke ends. It feels like there's a lot of, uh, build up to get to the punchline. Yeah. Yeah. That's always something that I need to work on is like getting more to the point. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, like I, so like when I was doing, um, when I was rehearsing again for the open mic, I was like looking through my original bit and I was like, there's so much preamble in this. I'm just going to cut all of this out. And even still, when I did it two weeks ago um, in front of people, it still felt like it was taking a long time for me to get to the punchlines. Yeah. And that's like one thing, um, one of our writers, Fee, she always, she always says whenever um, she looks through my stuff, she's like, every, it needs to be set up punchline, set up punchline, or else it's like, you're going to lose them. And I'm like, I know you say that every time and you are right, but I still don't do it. So yeah. I just need to work on it. <laughs> I feel like people like try and be their own Mike Birbiglia, where it's like, I can take the time to build up to a punchline, but we're also not Mike Birbiglia. No. And yeah, he, he somehow has a way of like carrying, carrying us through his thought yeah. process. I think he's also earned that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you, when you have a couple of off-Broadway shows and Broadway shows, yeah. that that's what comes with the, with the territory. Um, so then let, let's dissect that joke a little more. Like yeah. the punchline is basically the loop is the kid who used to be the popular kid at school, but then something happened, they fell off. And that's something in this situation is COVID. Yeah. And I, I was kind of thinking about like, um, like, uh, have you ever read any John Green books? He wrote, is... he wrote the fault in our stars. Um, no. I, no. I, this is a hot take, but I don't really like John Green books mostly because <laughs> the, the, the female characters are always these like super mysterious girls who like go missing and they like leave society. And then there's like some angsty teenage boy who like goes out and looks for her, even though she doesn't want to be found. Um, yeah. that's basically the whole plot of paper towns other book that I also don't like. So I was kind of <laughs> thinking like the loop is like that girl where she's like, she's mysterious. She's cool. Everyone wants to, you know, be her best friend. And then she like, you know, totally falls off the face of the earth. And the one person is like, I'm going to find the loop. Um, All right, cool. So here's my pitch then. Yes. I think you can cut the opening bit about you relating to the loop by having the new job. Uh-huh. Okay. And just go straight into like, do you guys remember the loop? <laughs> <laughs> like we used to visit them every day and then COVID happened. And now it's like the kid that fell off the face of the earth from school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like that. I, I like that because I feel like I always need to like qualify my jokes a little bit in a, in a way, which I think is me just like trying to create the the setting for everyone. But I think, yeah, just like come in. Everyone knows what 2020 was. I don't have to explain to them that I got a work yeah. from home job. Um, I, I'm like the same way with mine. I'm always trying to like justify what's happening before I go into it. Yeah. I wonder where that comes from. Society. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, well, so yeah, I would totally, yeah, just like cut out that intro part and just be like, yeah, remember the loop? Like, 
<laughs> I, I I like that as an upper. Just like, do you guys remember the loop? That's just kind of funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. It's like, yeah. Um, do you do you guys know downtown? Like, do you do you remember it? I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be so popular. Now she's like, mm, I have to visit her. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? I haven't had to see her. She's like a toxic friend. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's like the one who demanded all of your time and energy but gave you nothing in return. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I just spent a year away from her and now I find out I have to go back and I realize my feelings are, oh, I don't really like you. Yeah. I had to go to therapy because of you. And uh, yeah. now I realize that it's it's uh, actually, I need to set a boundary. Yeah. I think that's fun. That is funny. I like that. Yeah. Well, let's hear, um, yeah, pitch me some of your your Florida jokes and let's unpack those. All right. Um. Do you want to hear the new version first or like the old version for context? Um, let's hear the new version. Okay. So um, the new version goes something like this. It goes, my mom is constantly trying to push my Italian heritage on me. And I feel bad because I don't really like identify so much with being Italian so much as I do with being Floridian. Like my favorite food is gas station breakfast burritos. <laughs> and that's my opener. I, I like that. And I, I am sort of thinking in the same sense of like getting to it a little bit more, but you also built in a joke there about, um, the Italian heritage. Um, yeah, like that's, I, so yeah, cause I, cause that's still cutting it down. My, my original one is like longer. Yeah. And I, and then it makes me wonder if like you should, if, or if, um, if the setting up the sort of parental, like, here's what my parents want of me versus here's what I want of me. If that's like sort of the conceit of your, your bit. Uh, yeah, that's the, see, I got this note from Connor as well, because the, this is basically just me launching into a bit about like Florida man stuff. Uh huh. And like, uh, it seems with the setup that I'm going to go more into my heritage of things as opposed to like Florida men in general. Yeah. And I guess I would maybe have to hear a little bit more, like, like, you know, hear the whole four minute bit, which we don't necessarily I mean, have to. No, I mean, I could give you the next, uh, section of it. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the next section so we can see if, how, how they two relate. Yeah. So basically I say like, um, you know, uh, my favorite food is gas station breakfast burritos, which I feel is pretty Floridian. I mean, like there's, don't get me wrong. There's like plenty of normal people who move to Florida. But like, if you spend enough time there, you will find yourself at a party pinned in the corner with that one guy who has like a mullet and is just talking to you about how they can lick their own eyeball like an iguana <laughs> Ew. and then demonstrate it for you. Ew, that's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I say like, you know, the typical Florida man, infamous from their headlines, like Florida man arrested with a bag of drugs labeled bag of drugs or Florida man charged with impersonating a police officer for McDonald's discount or Florida man, both drunk and naked. Um, um, fuck, I fucked that up. Whatever. <laughs> I, like I think those. I wonder if instead of starting with the, my mom's trying to push my Italian heritage, if maybe you, you introduce that you're from Florida, um, in, in a, in a way that like sets up the bit, but then intersperse that joke about Italian heritage. Cause I do mm. think, I do think that joke is a funny hook. Um, but I think if, I think 
in putting it at the top, I feel like I'm waiting for that connection to be made. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, the end is in the beginning. Maybe you have that at the beginning, go through your whole bit and then somehow connect it at the end. tough because the whole bit kind of leads into my identity being based around where I live. I identify myself as a Floridian because I'm from Florida, but I identify myself as a Chicagoan because I live in Chicago. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So then with, with knowing that context, maybe, yeah, maybe you just keep that Italian heritage joke as, you know, a one-off. And, and maybe move it into the middle. Um, I don't, yeah. I I wonder, yeah, I guess you just have to play around with it. Yeah. I have to work into it. I feel like stumped by this. My original opening, do you remember the original opening? Um, I don't remember it exactly, but I feel like it, it was pretty clear from the get-go that you were talking about Florida. Yeah, I mean, it's similar where it was like, people always ask like, what what I am Italian? What is the actual thing? It says uh, I find that people are obsessed with the cultural backgrounds. People have asked me in the past, but my ethnicity is: Are you Italian? Are you Puerto Rican? Are you Polish? And I'm a uh, Floridian. Now, that joke killed at the Pop of Passion event. Yeah, and, and bombed at the open mic, and I. Think it's cause it's not really a funny joke, but it like works for a crowd of regular people. Yeah, and that's what sort of we were talking about um, a little bit earlier is like how some things totally work in some crowds and not in others. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess that's part of standup that it's a little bit of a risk because you're like, okay, which crowd is this going to be? Yeah, I think that's uh, like I, I I feel like I've really catered towards that with the new opening uh -huh. where it feels more like this is a joke for the stand up -y crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think, I think that new opening is effective and I think it's a funny joke. I think it just is a little, a little bit misleading into what the content of your bit is going to be about. Yeah. But that is also similar to, in my sense where I say my opener was, I started a a new job in 2020 and my, the bit's not about my job at all. So yeah, that's, yeah. it's the same, it's the same sort of thing. Yeah. All right. Then we need to yeah. see, go through this stuff and we'll come back, uh, on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see how, we'll see how they went. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, this is already a little longer than what our mini episodes had intended, but, uh, do you have a, a mini opinion for this week that you'd like to share with everybody? This is sort of like a, um, a cool thing that we saw this week or something like sparked interest. Um, just, yeah, something we wanted to share. Yeah. I'd say my main opinion, uh, it's not much of a surprise to a lot of people on the field, but I love, like it's not a hot take, but I love the Peacemaker opening sequence on HBO Max. Oh, I haven't watched that show. It's, um, I mean, do you like superhero shows? Or movies? Um, you know, I want to. <laughs> And I, I'll, I, I watched WandaVision, um, and that's, 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 a, about my extent of superheroes. This is, this is based off of the Suicide Squad movie that James Gunn made. Mm -hmm. And it is, um, oh man, what's his name? The actor. He used to be the wrestler. 
he's John Cena. Oh yeah. John Cena's character, uh, as a series. And even if you don't like, um, superhero stuff, Claire, I recommend you at least Googling the opening sequence for the show. It's just like a two minute dance sequence and it's fantastic. Well, I will have to check that out because, um, I always love a good dance number. Yeah. What's your, what's your mini opinion? Um, so I am obsessed with, uh, like new, like trying new things. And I went on YouTube this week and was just watching a video about, uh, building your own keyboards and yeah. like creating like cool sounding, like, I don't know if you can hear that, Yes. but I, I would really love to someday build my own keyboard. Um, so that, that's something that I, I want to explore. Fun. Yeah. I built my own computer once. Oh, really? It's lovely. Yeah, it's the computer I use now. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I built it, but like I followed step by step what this YouTuber said to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what yeah. I would do as well. Like I would never just be like, oh, I know how to do this because you basically yeah. have to like paint. Well, for the keyboards, you have to like paint glue onto them. And there's like different springs that give you a different sound. And I'm like, this is a whole world that I could get lost in. Do I have the time for it? Probably not. <laughs> It does feel very gratifying when you finish it, though. Right? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, Mike, this was really fun. Yeah. And twice as long as we want it to be. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So <laughs> our goal for next week. <laughs> it's cut down by at least five minutes. <laughs> cut the opener. Yeah. Just cut, cut, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> Uh, well, everyone, if you enjoyed listening to this, um, we're going to be putting these out on Patreon and so you should join us there. Uh, you can check us out at patreon.com slash sitstillpodcast or sitstillpodcast.com. Yep. <laughs> um, and I'm, uh, as always, I'm Claire Malky. I'm the host. And, um, I guess Michael, I should have introduced you at the beginning of this. Oh yeah. That's, that'd be smart. I'm Michael Drito. I am not the host. <laughs> the the editor and uh, my co-producer. Co-producer, co-writer, co-partner. Yes. Yes. A co-partner. As if partner <laughs> doesn't already imply the co. I mean, hey, just it's good to clarify. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.